Hello and welcome to episode five of the Two Cents Business Podcast. It's me, your host, Joyce, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about surviving tax time. Uh, A few tips, tricks, and hacks, if you will. Um, So let's get started. So before we go full on into tax time itself, I have a few what to do's before you get to the actual to do list. Kind of, um, I, I kind of think of the list as the before, during, and after for surviving tax time. So, so here's your before list, um, and these are kind of year round things that. Um, I suggest that you do. So the first one is to be mindful of estimated taxes. Um, if this is your first year in business, um, then maybe it's not something that you need to be totally concerned about, but you should be budgeting for and saving for, um, estimated taxes. But for the most part, check with your local jurisdiction and with your accountant to confirm if you need to be paying um, estimated taxes. And if so, if you need to be paying them on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis. Um, Even if you don't need to submit estimated taxes, it's a good rule of thumb to set aside a percentage of your profits uh, for taxes. So that's kind of like a just in case, um, savings account, uh, so that if indeed you do owe at the end of the year, you have a pool of money to draw from in order to make that payment. So that's the first thing that I need you to be mindful of year round. Second thing is if you sell physical products, um, you need to be mindful of sales and use tax payments. Again, this is something that you uh, should check with your local jurisdiction, uh, again, if you sell physical products. So you need to be mindful of who you need to be um, charging sales tax to. You need to be mindful of the uh, sales tax percentage. And then once you actually collect the sales tax and you've collected the right amount, you need to know where to send the sales taxes themselves. So where is your local tax office? So that's the second thing. The third thing uh, for year-round stuff is the other taxes and filing fees. So some states require a yearly filing fee just to be a business in their jurisdiction, a business, uh, you know, a separate entity within their state. Um, In Maryland, um, where I'm located, we have what's called a personal property tax assessment that is payable every year. And in a, you know, in addition to the calculation, you actually have to pay a pay to file the document too. So, um, and I happen to know in California there's a similar one. So, so be mindful of the other taxes and filing fees and budget accordingly. So, um, you know, and that's in addition to the state business tax return and the um, and, and and any other filing return. So. Make sure you aren't missing something that's required by your state, especially if you're doing everything yourself, Um, because ignorance is not an excuse. They'll still hit you with 
the the penalties and fees and all of the filing fees can accumulate before you know it. So if you've been in business for several years, it doesn't matter. You'll still have to pay those fees for the several years, again, plus the plus the penalties and filing fees. So that's the third thing that you that you should keep in the back of your mind and on your list year round. So the fourth thing that uh, I want you to be mindful of is that if you are a, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to make the assumption that you are running a business of some sort um, because this is a business related podcast Um, or that you are looking to start a business. So, uh, and, and at this point, we're currently at the end of February. So this should have been done already, but the other, the the last but not least thing that you should be preparing is W-2s and 1099s. These are typically due at the end of January. So they need to be uh, mailed or emailed to your employees or contractors. As a precursor to that, um, you need to make sure that throughout the year you are keeping, uh, making sure that you get the documentation. You don't want to be, um, you know, at the 11th hour, trying to get a W-9 form from a contractor. And that's just like the informational form, kind of like a W-4 for employees. So so you want to make sure that you have all of those things. And that's kind of your year round to do in regards to W-2s and 1099s is to make sure that you have the documentation already and raring to go. And that doesn't, it, it really doesn't matter if you are going to send them a 1099, just make sure you have all the information on file. So that's kind of uh, one of the things that I recommend for your year round stuff. So that's estimated taxes that I want you to, you know, kind of keep in mind. Sales and use tax, that's number two. Number three is all the other taxes and filing fees that might um, might be state related or even local county jurisdictional kind of related stuff. Um and number four is, you know, making sure that you have the documentation on file for your contractors and your employees. So whether that's W-4s, um, W-9s, um, et cetera, so that you, at the end of the year, are ready to send them their W-2s and their 1099s without pulling your hair out. So those are your year-round stress relievers. So this is the during tax time list that I want you to be mindful of. So getting ready for tax day. The first thing that I recommend is for you to designate a gathering place and designate a a, a gathering person. So um, you, you want to make sure that one person has the list of that's number two, actually. So you want to make sure that you have a gathering place. And by gathering place, I mean, uh, it can be a physical place and an electronic place. Uh, You want to know that when you are receiving all of these items via mail and email, that you have a central place to gather all of this mail and the electronic files. It can be as simple as a file folder or um, one of those big manila envelopes or even a plastic um, a plastic Ziploc bag that you can put all of your stuff in as you get it. And for the electronic stuff, it can be a folder on your G drive or, um, or in Dropbox, or if they're all being emailed to you, it can be like a tag in Gmail, um, tax stuff for 20, 
2009 or 2019, sorry. Um, so that's what I recommend that you do for the gathering of stuff. And as a, as a one a, um, to have a gathering person, like make sure that one person is kind of responsible. If you happen to be, you know, a business person, or if you're married, a married couple, that one person is kind of in charge of making sure that you have everything. Um, and, and that, you know, they're kind of on the lookout for everything. So number two is to make a list. Um, and, and to get started with your list, make a list of all the documents that you received last year. Um, and then I guess make a mental note of the things that may have changed this year and, and what hasn't changed. Did you buy a house? Did you sell a house? Did you, um, use your car in your business? In which case maybe you need to track your mileage. So that's something that you need to document. Did you get married? Did you, you know, start a business or close a business or sell a business? All of these things are things that you would need to document. Did you have children and now you need their social security numbers and their dates of birth? All of these things are things that you want to have at your fingertips as far as the information that you'll need to give to your tax tax preparer or um, information that you will need to have when you do your taxes yourself. So you just wanna make a list of all of the documents that you received last year, um, as well as any new documents that you anticipate getting. Uh, di did you start um, using a new brokerage? In which case, now you'll have a, a, um, a form from them. So all of the things that you anticipate getting uh, so that you you have a list that you can literally check off as you are receiving stuff in your gathering place. So it kind of goes back to number one, the gathering place. So number three for getting ready for the big tax day is uh, if you're not comfortable doing your taxes yourself, uh, my third recommendation is for you to hire a professional as soon as possible. Because uh, the sooner that you can hire them, even if you aren't ready to get started right this second, that list that I suggested that you make, they'll have a complete list of all the stuff that that you would need to give them. So so even if you aren't ready to get started or, or, or you haven't received all of your information quite yet, it's still a good time. It's still a good idea to hire them before you need them, if that makes sense, so that you can kind of get the ball rolling as far as the documentation, the pre-planning of the, pre, you know, kind of like the pre-party. So, um, so again, I would recommend number three to if you're if you are indeed not comfortable doing your taxes yourself is to hire somebody to do it for you. So the actual tax to do's. So we went through like kind of the yearly stuff uh, and before you actually do the taxes and now, you know, the actual tax stuff to kind of make sure that you aren't stressing out. The first thing that I would recommend is that, again, gather your documents. Instead of going back and forth, it's easiest to do all your tax stuff at one time. So, and this is why I recommended that you make a list. Uh, once your list is complete, um, once you've checked everything off of your list, now you know you're ready to actually do your tax work. So, 
So uh, again, recommend you using your list. You've made the checklist. Uh, make sure you have everything. And uh, it's late February right now. So if you haven't gotten everything on your list, this is a side recommendation. Um, if you haven't received everything that you put on your list from you know your checklist from getting ready, is that at this point in February, the end of February, you should have gotten everything in the mail. If you haven't, then what I would recommend is that you start letting the respective sender know that you haven't gotten it. And, the, and, and then you can get the ball rolling to get a replacement copy of it. So, so that was what I would do. And that's why I suggest that you gather your documents in one place because you'll know when stuff is missing. So now it's time to actually do your taxes. And if you have everything in one place and you're ready to go, then my recommendation is don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait until April to actually get started. Uh, do them as soon as you can. Uh, at this point, again, it's late February. It's, um, you should be able to get things done at this point. The tax software should be raring to go. Um, you know, although we had a shutdown this year with, uh, with the, with the government and IRS wasn't processing for a while, they are processing and raring to go. So you should have no problems getting your taxes done. So again, don't procrastinate on this either do them yourselves or hire somebody to do them for you. And so my favorite part of all of this is that once they're done and you have everything uh squared off and you know and it's out of out of your out of your hair, out of your off your plate, checked off of your list of things to do, this is my favorite thing. It's time to celebrate the completion. So my favorite is always the celebration part after everything is done. So, so that's it. That, those are my, my top tips on how to survive tax time. Um, is that, you know, it, it, it's, it's all about the preparation because actually out of my list, there was really only one thing where you actually really doing something actively, where you were actually doing your taxes or having somebody do them for you. So to recap, getting ready for the big day is to one, designate a gathering place, both physical and electronic. Uh, number two is to designate a gathering person. So you, you and, and we've kind of already covered why you want to do that. Number three is to make a list of everything you need so that you can check it off as it comes in, whether it's, again, a physical piece of paper that comes in the mail, or if it's an email form or something that you have to log into a system and download for yourself. Uh, number four is if you are nervous about doing your taxes yourself, is to hire a professional as soon as humanly possible. Number five is to gather your documents. Uh, and, and if you still haven't received them by the end of February, early March, make sure that you reach out to the respective sender and request a replacement copy. And they should be able to get that to you relatively quickly. Uh, number six is even if you think you might owe, do not procrastinate. Do your taxes as soon as possible. 
especially if you owe, when you really think about it, because then you have a little bit of runway, a little bit of time to actually gather the money together to pay those taxes off. Um, and even better if you get a refund. I, you know, I, you know, I'm ambivalent about owing versus refunds, and that's a topic for another day. But last but not least, number seven is to celebrate. You you did it. You survived another tax season, and you are ready to go for the rest of your year. So that's it for now. Um, I hope this was helpful, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you indeed did, and you'd like to hear more, please subscribe and tell a friend. Uh, If you have a question you'd like me to answer on an upcoming episode, as always, I I like this to be a conversation. So send me an email with your question to podcast at thecommonsense.com, and I'll chat with you again next week. So in the meantime, I hope that you are having a wonder-filled Money and Metrics Monday. Have a good one. Bye.